Okay. Well, I wasn't looking. No, As usual, I wasn't clearly. looking. Well, you know, you think the studio would provide water or something around here. I've told you before, there are bottles of water back there. Grab one. Is there? I brought my own water. I got. <laughs> I saw. I saw. I got. The, I saw the. I got. <laughs> Where did uh, you get hold the on, stick? Time, come on. No, don't talk about it. <laughs> uh, I, I got a big dog last night. No. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I was I was talking to some comics and uh, a comic who I've met before. After like twenty minutes, goes. Who are you? <laughs> are you sure? And and so, and, and so, yeah, it's like <laughs> I told I told my name, and he goes, "Oh, you Jason Foon? And then he introduced himself for like the fourth time, <laughs> and then you know he probably <laughs> he probably can't see the uh, headline board. I don't know when you're up there. No, it's just, it's always... That's funny. It's always funny to me when people, like, that I've met many times. Many. Not even a, like a, hey, what, what's your name again? Or like, we've met before. Or like, <laughs> who no. are... Just a straight up, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. That's funny. Where did you get that? Last night. Oh. That was, yeah, after... Well, I didn't get one of those. Hmm? Man, you have to introduce your people, introduce yourself to people to get stuff like that. Well, he knew me. He was like, "Hey, Dean!" As soon as we saw each other, he was like, "Brother, (laughs) brother." I mean, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna do that to Devin next time I see him. (laughs) No, but anyways, that just that just reminded me. When you were talking about just me starting shit with people just just because I got called out for my water bottle the other night for something I don't even remember doing. But Friday night, I have my water Wait, wait, bottle. wait, wait. What did you get called out for? Well, Friday, I don't know. Well, I didn't even know this. I don't remember this happening. Pause. Did you point? No, not yet. You want me to point? Yeah. Welcome to Line Me at Five. Now, wait a minute. You got to <laughs> wait just a second and be, give me some air so I know where I'm putting the... Oh. Just, just... All right. Quiet for a second. Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. <laughs> Light me at five. Like, where's the line? Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Light Me at Five. Go. So you yeah, got called out yeah, for your water. I have bottle. a water bottle and Max goes, Are you seriously carrying a water bottle with you? And I was like, what? Wait a minute. What? And he goes, Oh, uh, you went off on me for having a water bottle. And I, I don't remember this, but apparently I was like, you fucking carry water with you? Like, uh, <laughs> you know you could just buy water uh, anywhere. You, you did. You, I don't remember. I remember this. I really don't remember. I do but. remember this. Yes. And and it goes back to what I try to explain to people. As I walk around in the devastation left behind by Jason LaFoon, I pick up the pieces. <laughs> I try to explain to people. I said, Jason just likes to shit on your day and then move on. Like, it, it's nothing personal. It's what he does. He's like a pigeon. It just... And then flutters away. And he doesn't even remember he did it. Speaking of pigeons... I do remember you giving him shit. He's like, it's a water... And he goes, Jason, 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 Jason food. Everybody carries water everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Jason was like, everywhere you go, you can just buy a fucking bottle of water for like a dollar. And he's like, but Jason... But Jason LaFoon, I don't care about what. <laughs> yeah, I don't really remember that yeah. happening, but <laughs> it sounds like something I would do. <laughs> it checks, yeah. That's what when my kids call uh, me. See, this is the- why I can always, like, 
This is perfect because now, like when I get called out on things, I'd be like, "Oh, so you you don't believe in growth and change?" (laughs) 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 Apparently, I'm just more willing to grow as a person than you are. I understand it. You, you you've not grown much since we've met each other, and I'm I'm totally different person. Not only have I completely <laughs> forgotten about that conversation, I carry a water bottle now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I not decide. even close to the same person. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm recycling now. What are you talking about? <laughs> they they gonna berate a guy who's fresh to the thing. Now you're gonna turn me away this early? I'm gonna go back to a plastic straw. I never, I never stopped. I know. I can't stand the paper straws. I don't care what you say. It makes everything taste like shit. You, you got shit. Point. Uh-huh. Remember a, an episode uh, back in the day? You got a lot of metal straws in your house, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Did your kids bring home my, my daughter? A ton I think of metal straws. I think. I think the existence. Of that bu- that bullshit uh, metal straw, yeah. That's why you need aluminum straws, just in case that or a poison dart fight breaks out in the moment. In case you're, you're choking to, to death, and you can, you can put the, in a tracheotomy. Yeah, <laughs> you just have a couple jabs in the just, throat. Yeah, if it's sharp enough that it would. You put an eye out for sure in one uh. swing. But uh, it's either that or the shit straw ones, and I don't care what you're drinking out of it. I, I remember years ago, before there was any type of straw controversy, I ate at this restaurant. I don't even remember the name of it, but it was uh, like bison-themed. Like they served like bison meat, mostly. <laughs> okay. It's like, uh, man, I cannot... It, I want to say, like, uh, Ted Nugent might have been involved. I don't know. <laughs> I can't fucking remember. This was years ago. It was before there was any straw controversy whatsoever. Right, right. And their straws were uh, wax-coated paper straws. And it was like, wow, this is weird. Why would you do this? Is it, was it supposed to be old-timey? No, it, was, it wasn't. It was It was like a, like a steakhouse-type vibe. Um, really? But it didn't have like an old-timey vibe at all. No. I'd like one of our listeners out there to do the research for us and tell me, is that what an old-timey straw is? Well, Wax covered. Do I count as a straw? listener? You, yeah, I guess. When I was a kid, that's what we had was wax paper straws. What, like what decade are we referring to? Uh, you mean... That, you would say... You mean the century? Okay, yeah. 17th, no, 18th? It was, no. it was, okay. It wasn't Ted Nugent. It's Ted Turner. Ted's Montana Grill. Oh, okay. Ted's Montana Grill. Was it good? First off, I don't remember, man. It was like I went there with. I know was I was just a long time ago. Yeah, it was. The, I went there with a woman who I can't. Re- I don't even remember what woman <laughs> I was. I know I was there right. with a woman. Now, when you say as a kid, I'm saying it was just like when you were nine. Is this when you were five? Well, it was. As far as I can remember, I would say uh, late sixties or and it would have been so it would have been like the norm at the restaurant. Yeah, what you're saying. that was the way it all. Everybody See, had I think those. It was, I think it was more of a throwback vintage, or maybe the cheap bastard owned a warehouse of them. I mean, we didn't and was like just feeding them out to. We us. didn't like the plastic ones when they came on because they were weird. <laughs> I like glass straws. <laughs> glass. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure uh, the first time someone presented your goofy ass with some real shoes instead of the wooden fucking boats that they were carved with when you were born, and you were probably no. like, oh, God, I'm not going to no. wear a dead animal we on my foot. We didn't wear freaking wood shoes. Are you they sure? were No, they were the hides of the animals we killed to eat that day that we would <laughs> cut into strips and wrap around our feet. And then we go back to the cave and draw pictures of them by firelight as we entertained ourselves. My point at night. is drinking out of those fucking is, paper straws. That, that just remind, like that just made me think of something. Can you make fish leather? Is that possible to, to like dry mm. fish skin and have it be a durable product of any That's type? a Ted Nugent question. I bet. I bet if you because painted you know, it with some sort of like, sap. Well, I've seen like I know they make shark skin. Yeah, like a pine tar. I know they make shark skin stuff. 
Yeah, but, no, but shark, shark skins that's don't have like gills, right? And, like, and yeah. that's pretty tough. Like shark scales. skin is tough. Yeah, like like. Oh, they have gills. I guess they. If don't you have, have scales. scales, I don't think you can. Would you rather fight a shark or an alligator? Doesn't matter. Either one of them's gonna kill me. Alligator. 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 I can get on top of an alligator if it's on land. At least, it's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if though. Nothing else. A it'll shark. Have to, it'll have to swim through my shit. Well, that's the only. Here's, <laughs> the, here's the thing. The only opportunity to fight either one of those animals for me will be an alligator because I don't fuck around in water. Uh, yeah. So a shark has. I'm never gonna have an encounter. I completely with a shark. derailed the show. Well, my fucking point was. <laughs> Is it, it's like getting cardboard wet and then soak and then sucking whatever the fuck you poured <laughs> on it out. It's awful. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, <laughs> so I was out in L.A. <clears throat> I, I know people. Really? I know some people. Jay Leno, I think. Right. And um, he doesn't know Jay Leno. And uh, <laughs> he told me he did. You oh, met him. <laughs> well, I anyway, I know some people. <laughs> Dean, Dean came back with the L.A. stories that would have been awesome in 1989. <laughs> if they were on, Dude. like, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Leno, Arsenio Hall? <laughs> like, fuck. Mickey Rourke? Did you awesome. meet Mickey Rourke, man? Hey, oh, speaking of Mickey Rourke, have you guys I'm... seen his face? Yeah, I bought heroin from him. Dude. <laughs> when I was out there. He's in a new movie, and uh, the trailer shows his face, and it is... Insane the amount of plastic surgery this guy. Oh has. yeah, he just doesn't yeah. even look. He looks like he's wearing a rubber mask. Oh yeah, Burt Reynolds. No, 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 no. no. Burt Reynolds, Reynolds is dead. Burt Reynolds. I know, but he, in his face, he's probably not. Burt Reynolds' corpse looks better than more like he might be alive than Mickey Rourke looks oh, like I'm a real fucking person yeah. at this it's point. Bad. It's well, bad. he's looked like that for years. Oh god, dude, it's it's like he got like. Whatever he had done started deflating. And yeah. He just got it recently plumped back up. Yep. Yeah. Well, I never met Mickey Rourke. Okay. But I met some people. Okay. And uh, I, I, I just, I'm not bringing any names into it because uh, they got a book and uh, go buy the book and don't, you don't need to get like any, I don't need to be telling you the book. Sure. Is a point. Yeah. But, uh, so I made the website. So what's the name of the book? We may as well plug that. We're not going to, no. We're not going to plug the book itself no. so that people will go buy it? We'll talk about it. Right. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that's that's looks like, not even human. No, it looks like is if, that his wait wait, wait It looks that, like if that... someone cut Val Kilmer's face <laughs> off <laughs> and tried wearing it, and be like, "I'm Val Kilmer." That's exactly what it looks like. Looks oh. like looks like something the Terminator would stretch over his face to. That, are you sure that's no, not that, that for the movie? That looks no. Dude, I watched the trailer and I watched those lips sort of move as he <laughs> went through the, his his lines. Oh. It oh. looks like it, it looks like in Men in Black when that <laughs> alien puts on that dude's skin, yes, but it's kind of crooked yes. a little bit. Yeah, it looks like he's allergic to bees, <laughs> and he's working around a lot of them. <laughs> he looks like a beating victim. He looks yeah. like there was a movie. All right, all right, who was the sheriff in uh, in Rambo? In Stallone, the very first one. Well, I got no idea. You That's know, too you know long who ago. I'm talking about? Though, yeah. That guy. Can you picture him? He was a he was a big guy. Uh, come on, man. Stallone first. He was in uh, he was in the movie Gladiator, but it's another Gladiator with Russell. No one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, people are trying to figure it out here. But all right, what else was he in? Uh, well, he was in this. Uh, th- I'm trying to reference another movie he's in, but I gotta. Uh, this is one John Boyd. Well, no, 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 no. We're gonna let Dean live with the dead air while he's okay. yeah, well. Brian Denny. Oh, Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Yeah. Dennehy. Yeah. yeah, Dennehy. All right, so he was in a movie, and I don't remember what the hell it was, but prior to that. where He's he, been in a lot of films. Where he was like a bounty hunter, some sort of sheriff, but he was bad guy, and he fell in this like huge patch of uh, poison ivy, and he was like deathly allergic to it, right. and he was out in the woods hunting these people down, and by the time that he finds them, he looks like Mickey Rourke's face. Okay. That's what I was trying to reference. Okay. But, 
That's a it's very it, yeah, that's a very a long road to go yeah. down. <laughs> For a very obscure <laughs> reference. Oh. Was, we took a break between... That was like... <laughs> we took a break between was like pods. We're, we're going to get off the highway real quick to pass <laughs> the world's smallest <laughs> tourist attraction. Look, <laughs> 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 oh, kids, ball of yarn. Let's pull in. Dude, so on the, I had a crazy lady encounter on the way here. Uh, one in a vehicle. She was. This was in on the road. I saw a. She was driving a Scion, like the small little tiny, like an XA, and it was like uh, it was super dirty, like uh, like how the cars looked in the original Mad Max. Right. Oh like, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I'm driving up to it, she's in the left lane. Like, it's a whore. Like, she's living out of this car, it looks like. There's just fucking storage, like, crates full of stuff in the right. little hatch in the back seat. And we stop at the red light. And I look over, and she's just staring directly at me. So I just look forward again. And then she starts, she, like, waves over and has me roll down my window. Oh, no. So I roll down my window, and she's just looking at me. So I kind of gave her, like... Like a what the fuck look, <laughs> and she kind of gave me a yeah I don't know dude, like kind of. She goes, "Is that a repo?" Somebody, like, what? Somebody yeah. car? It's like what? She goes, "Is that a repo?" I said, "No." She goes, "What's that supposed to mean?" I was like, "I don't know." You're the one who asked the question, <laughs> and she goes, "I'm just kidding." Have a nice day. And the light turned green, and I drove away. So that lady. Probably is going to run over somebody <laughs> at some point soon. Yeah. There's an anger in there. There's anger on her. There's a there. strange anger in there. Well, there's a let's go to a comedy show and sit in the front row and just scare everybody <laughs> fucking down kind of vibe. I usually have encounters with people that ha- like that are interactions like that with people on bicycles or on foot. Never in a car. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Usually they've lost their license long before now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Just... Or lost their car one yeah. or the other. But, well, did it have its doors? I'm not implying that she even had a license. I'm just oh, saying true. she did have a car. <laughs> well, I was going to go. It might have been just a case of mistaken identity where she was like, hey, because she had a car like that once it got repoed. <laughs> she did a piss poor job of explaining yeah. any of that. Maybe she's like, maybe that's my car. And then she got there and she was like, oh, no, that's not it. And how the fuck am I supposed to know if it's a repo? I bought it from a car lot. It could have been repossessed from a bank that's... from someone who didn't pay. I bought it used. Yeah. Well, they said she looked like a road warrior, so it's possible. This maybe it was her car. I've had it for like two years, so I'm glad you said I don't know. She might Did have fought it, you no, for I said, it. I said no. I lied. When you bought oh, it, okay. I should have said I don't know. God damn it! When you bought it, <laughs> <laughs> did it smell like uh, like hot spit and patchouli? She um, she didn't look like dirty, but she wasn't clean. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like uh, like she's she's maybe got like a bottle. It, of she's due. She's due for a shower. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't... I don't know. But she had a very... Um, mentally ill street person vibe to her. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. right, right, right. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking yes. about. Oh, you guys yeah. have all seen it. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was very typical of that. But driving a but car. But still had a car. So, yeah. was, you know... Yeah, and what's scary about that is she engaged she wasn't, you. Because generally speaking, <laughs> they will leave you alone if you if you don't engage them. Right, yeah. like no, the problem she waves, happens when she engaged. got my attention. Yeah, to to just look at me, give me a shrug, like I don't know what the fuck you want from me, and is that your car? <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah, that's I've uh, the one thing I've been I've been also walking around uh, different areas of uh, <laughs> of my neighborhood, like not my neighborhood, but going a little further than I typically right. would, checking out some different stuff, and the amount of homeless encampments I have just come across. Like, I found, like, four different places where uh, some guy is just living in between two trees and 
an empty lot, but like there's there's houses everywhere else. Yeah. So it's like missing. It's like a missing tooth lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like so, there's just people living everywhere, except for just like where one small house would be. There's a guy living in between two trees, and in a couple like heavily shrubbed bushy areas i found like a you know like a tent with a bunch of shit like some tables and chairs like shit that was dug out of trash i found a couple of those so yeah there's a typically i just see them all in the park in the morning but i'm finding like a lot more encampments than you would think here's the thing we had talked about i think it was last last pod last week about uh we see this shit on the newspaper now, right? Like, we're, or because we're seeing the the feed about kidnappings or whatever, right, yeah, or whether it's up yeah, or down or whatnot. Yeah. <clears throat> have you had as it growing up? Did you have a shady? Anybody have the shady? Uh, maybe you were kidnapped. Fuck. Uh, anybody have the shady like experience? Like we had one. I had one. I I positively identified a guy who molested a girl in my neighborhood from a police lineup when I was like 10 years old. There you go. So he had a pretty close account. Did you? Yeah. I grew up here. My God, even if I did, that would have been expunged but, from me by torture. <laughs> you want you to know what the fucked up thing about that is too, though? Is thinking back on that, how the fuck are you going to believe a 10-year-old looking at pictures? Oh yeah, that's what's fucked up. Totally. Well, especially you. Why? Right. I was like, dude, I, I probably even wore an eye patch at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even I guess I should uh, clarify. I, yes, Jason has some vision issues. I went to yeah. go get my, I, I went to go get my license renewed, and they his were like, memory issues stem from a different problem. I went to go get my license renewed, and they were like, "All right, look, you got to do the eye test thing." So I'm looking in the little thing, and I'm like, "All right, read one." So I read it super quick. And they're like, there's more. And then I closed my left eye and was like, oh, I just see dots. <laughs> but at first, my my right eye is so bad, I didn't even know there was more than what I was fucking seeing. In right, that thing. yeah. Until yeah. I closed my eye. And yeah. she, I didn't think they were going to give me my license. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like, you can't read any of it? I'm like, no. She's like, can you try? <laughs> I'm like, I see dots. It's I literally like four. I don't know. <laughs> I'd just be lying. I can't. I don't know. I see. I see. And they, that, I, I, that's I, my I. point. And they took uh, that word and this poor bastard. And they gave me my license and, and gave convicted him, a man of a crime. gave him so. 15 to life. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I did. I did. Have, I had a uh, uh, one that we luckily. But I, like, okay, so. I may be I may be disparaging my parents here. <laughs> like I did not uh, I don't recall per se the speech from them about don't fuck with strangers or something. Right, I, yeah, I don't recall yeah. that from them. I do recall it from school. You would have from all your programs, from right. all your TVs, yeah. and, and yeah. Like all the cartoons I watched. Right. I recall that shit, but I don't necessarily recall any specific speech. Right. And we're playing at my my friend uh, Micah's house, and uh, his his parents and his grandparents they own like this real big plot of land, like out in the country. Yeah. And in between their two houses, and their houses like their houses aren't that far apart. Their houses are like you know a couple hundred yards apart. And in between them is like this creek. So we're in between the two houses down by this creek. We're always down there messing with crawdads and shit. And some van pulls up. We're straight out of a Scooby Doo. Van pulls up. <laughs> Door opens and a guy's like, I'm looking for my dog. Have you guys seen oh, him? Oh, no. And we're like, no, we haven't seen one. And like, we're, immediately we're like, oh, we're looking around like, hmm, I haven't seen it. And then he's like, why don't you guys come with me and uh, we'll see what we can see if we can find him. And everything screamed, like, get the fuck away from this guy yeah. about that fucking vibe. And then his mom came flying out of the house at like a full sprint in this van peeled out i'll never forget it. it smoked the tires this thing and took off 
And the door actually slid all the way back, hit, and then flamed forward and shot. That was back in the day when vans were fucking sweet. Yeah, too. it was back when they had, yeah, the 18 yeah. van looking shit. Yeah, it was the just white. Van. It was the right van, yeah. My, my boys call those the they like a, They had like a 350 in them, man. Those fuckers well, could I, move. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So then I got to one. I was like, man, we never talked about shit like that, though. Right. So, I, yeah, it, it, man, it was fucking just as rampant clearly I, I guess the only thing i can say is i because we were at small it's not even like i i was where you where'd you grow up elkhart so, i moved to goshen when i was like 12 or 13 so what's elkhart Twenty thousand, thirty. Oh, i don't know quite a few some i guess the only thing i can say is i played a child molesting bear in a play one time did you yeah you guys do shakespeare huh <laughs> Well, yeah, we did. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I was, who wrote that I was play? A, did you write the play? It's a guy from Goshen. Who hurt you, Trusty? Oh, I hurt. That's I was the one doing the hurting. <laughs> I didn't hurt him. No, nobody yeah. hurt me. I was. I was. Uh, By bear, do you mean hairy homosexual man? <laughs> no, or? I just mean a, a bear, a guy in a bear costume that molested children. I molested other bears. Oh, oh, See, that because makes sense. We were, we were trying. <laughs> that that we, makes that makes. And we would sense. do this play in schools. Oh. To teach it's kids a, it's about education. Yeah, see? to teach see, kids see, about, see. about bad touching. See, see though that my point was though is that I don't recall ever having these conversations at home, but I do remember shit like fucking I don't remember the weird bear, bear touching, but I remember like these <laughs> the presentations at touching. school and that was like where I got. And then and then of course, I guess there's a certain amount of survival instinct. When a fucking shady situation occurs. No, I I was like 15 or 16 years old. And I was walking like in my neighborhood and the student pickup truck pulled up. And was like, hey man, uh, I'm kind of in a spot and I can use a favor. Uh, I bought a car and the dude who's supposed to help me get it, like he bailed. Like, can you like help me drive this car? Definitely like, stole blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Dude, I don't even have a license. He's like, yeah, I don't care, man. I just need someone that could drive it. Definitely stolen. And I was like, no, I'm good. He's like, kept just like following me, driving next to me, right. trying to convince me to get into his truck. Right. And here's the thing. So how long were you driving stolen cars after that? <laughs> I made a lot of money. I can believe it. I can believe it. It was a no, yeah, set of skills. Going in 60 seconds is based on his life. But like I was... Uh, <laughs> You think like fifteen, sixteen, like that's a little old to be. I don't know. Trying to convince someone to get in a car. You've always been I mean? a slim fellow, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't. I feel like any teenage, like if you're a, a teenager, you're not gonna, just going to get into somebody's yeah, car. I don't know, man. Gay, what was it? Gacy was after, uh, right? Uh, like sixteen, seventeen, right. eighteen. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's that's like a Criminal Minds plot line, right there. You know what I'm saying? You were almost a part of a... a, a that was like a serial yeah. killer abduction. Exactly. You could have been one of the... Because, <laughs> awesome. because I agree with you on this. Man, why a, do you have all these teeth in this truck? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this smells like blood in Is here. that a necklace made of, made of noses? <laughs> Vietnam, huh? No. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, the, the guy I'm sitting in the front at your show. No. Yeah. Oh, my God, that dude. That was exactly the thousand-yard stare. That was exactly a thousand-yard stare. So, um, uh, <laughs> we were going somewhere about 20 oh, minutes oh, oh, ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, although I'm not upset about this, this veer off at all. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess yeah. So, so the book's called "How to Fail a Stand Up Comedy." Okay. Right? So, I done. I done. This is this is just this came up afterwards. So I had done the. Um, we're not pleading on air again, are we? Hmm. Uh, no, not that I am aware of. I yeah, appear just heard, to have. I heard oh, the beep, so I don't. Oh think. no, that was that was my phone. Because right, a little bit ago, I heard a little bit of music bleeding into my headphones. And oh, I that's wondered. regular RF bleed. Okay. Yeah. No, we're fine. Right. Uh, you know, you really want to hear music bleed in. That's that's what's happening right now on our on our air. So, 
That didn't go through, though. No, because the, the whole thing's off. It's right. For those, if you're not a long-time listener, there was one. We, we record in a radio station, and there was a, uh, at one point, we were bleeding into the NASCAR Oh, race. yeah, that, that wasn't good. Yeah. That wasn't good. Anyway. So, I'd, so who I won do- that race? Who won a point in that race, by the way? Well, I don't know, but I know who called the last uh, 75 laps, and that was Rusty, Jason, and Dean, <laughs> and we were fucking good. I never and, got uh, that check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, uh, you did use our voices. Uh, they started paying college students. I feel like we should get some compensation. I would agree. But, uh, I so I'd started the website, and it was pri- it's just primarily my website is for, uh, I really don't give a fuck. If you guys uh, so much visit it, it's not really for that. Uh, it's for it's for uh, for me to add in my press kit, sure, right, yeah. to send to clubs. Yeah, and uh, and uh, one of the guys had said, "Why don't you?" One of the comics had said, "Why don't you put the calendar on there?" And I said, "Ah, oh, it's on my to do list." But the reason I don't is because I don't have a steady rate of bookings, right? Sure. Yeah. So I'll have like the, this month I had like six, seven, something like that good month next month i got nothing right we have a booking in january i don't have anything in december you know what i mean so i was like until it seems to be more full is there a date for that january no okay. no we don't have a date yeah but it, it, I, I, so there's uh i don't have anything uh to fill it so i didn't want to put a calendar up there and it look empty and um so uh this came up in conversation and uh, you can check it out in the book, How to Fail at Stand-Up Comedy, which is kind of a, just a guide to the mistakes people make over the years and then some correct things. And it talks about in there um, putting blank, blanking off dates such as, like, this week, uh, available Thursday, but I'm in the Midwest region, when he's got nothing booked. But it's because bookers are meant to look at these. Like That's sure, what the website's yeah, for. Yeah. This is for bookers to look at it, and they're going to see stuff like that. If you don't have anything booked, they're immediately not going to be induced to book you. So he says, I know it feels uh, disingenuous, but it's it sells. It'll help you sell. And then when you get the real dates, you plug them in and you remove those. It makes sense. Is it, you know, does it make sense? Now, when you did improv, did you ever handle booking? We didn't get booked. We had a home. So we would have shows uh, regularly scheduled. We so had a whole space. year's which is what of most bookings. Improv, which is what yeah. most improv groups. It was groups. a stable. Or, I mean, yeah. it was a one place. If you wanted to see us, you came to one spot. Did you ever go out and do something Yeah, elsewhere? we did. We did. We would make it. A, we would just put in the program or, or whatever. See, we didn't have the internet in those days. No, right, right. Uh, but who who arranged the book? Were you well, involved? I would because I, I was the artistic director, so I, I'm – Made those but choices. was that local? Was that basically just word? You know, you yeah. weren't trying to book three states over. Oh no, 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 no! It was just local. We'd do parties or whatever, and we only we didn't do shows. We would actually do scenes or whatever if they wanted us to come and do improv. Most of them wanted us to do some kind of a comic scene, so we would, you know, some of the stuff we had done that we. You got to understand, we were doing improv to write. So we would go out and throw out all these, you know, we need these ideas. Who are these people? What are they doing? You know, and then we would take the good ones back and write them into sketches to use in a full show that was written. You understand yeah, what I'm, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So we use the improv as a writing tool. And, and, and like I said, in the fact that you were dealing with local, so it's, right. it's easier with it local because you've... Because you can invite people to your show. They know people who went. The word right. gets around. You can. So when you're trying to book at a comedy club, who especially where Jason and I are at as a as a feature, uh, a feature who can travel some distance, and 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 I like I know clubs have a tough time booking features. And, you know, a lot of people won't travel for a feature, which is the which is the thirty minutes before the headliner goes. Right. But it is a key step oh, yeah. in your evolution. To uh, get into where you want to be yeah. a national headliner is you got to go through these stages as a feature, and that's and the feature is one of the hardest things to do it as because you're having to do you're expected to do traveling and whatnot, and the pay isn't equivalent to it. Yeah. So you're not really making money on the stuff. You're lucky to be breaking even half the time. Are we keeping you over? Is that you got something? No, there? I gotta. I you gotta understand. I have one of these watches. You're that like tells Biden me at a fucking funeral, you know. 
No, that's what sucks about these watches is everyone. Exactly. Our culture has been taught that if you look at your watch, it's rude, and then these things fucking vibrate on your arm, yeah. which draws you to bring it to Well, your I get my text messages yeah. and know, email and all that stuff. So, no, I just want to make know. sure. Because, you know, I, I, in all honesty, like, you've got a ton of other shit going on. You're an editor and all that other shit. And, uh, <laughs> but Joe. and you're a yes man at home. <laughs> yeah, I am a yes man at home. <laughs> and, it's uh, the easiest way to keep my life. And uh, so, you know, if we were keeping it or not. But, uh, uh, but that's my point. Is like so. So we are Jason I's level. You're trying to get in the door at a paid comedy club, and they what they always want. They always want you to come up and do. Uh, they always want you to come up and do a mic, right? And and if you're lucky, the mic's five minutes. And yeah. I'll use I'll use CG's as an example. It's a it's a, it's it, it's even at CG's it's about a three hour. What, is that about about two and a half? It's three. Too damn long. Yeah, it's like a three and a half, two hour drive to get out there. You're working your day job in the meantime, yep. and and you lose an hour in the time zone change. So you're doing this and getting back at like one in the morning for five minutes, and, and like at, like at some point, you can't. You can in order to reach out any farther to clubs, you have to sell them through your press kit, and your press kit is a combination of of your your bio. Which is uh, your, you know, all your credits, where you've been booked, where, you know, all this good stuff, and you want to sell it. So you want to, you want to brush up nice. It's one of the hardest fucking things in the world to put together because you, you feel like an asshole, uh, just tooting your own horn when right, you're right. Yeah. And then uh, your headshots. You want to link to your video. You want some sort of introduction about yourself. It helps to have bookers. It helps to have uh, references, that kind of thing. Um, and then a, and a website's handy. And, um, but you're trying to sell it as professional as possible to break into these clubs. Uh, would it, does it bother you to use a false date to sell it? Cause it doesn't bother me at all. There's a million, and I'm going to set this straight. Like I've since picked up this book, this book afterwards, and there are a, t- I highly recommend how to fail stand up comedy. Uh, go out there and get it. It's on Amazon. It was an Amazon bestseller. Um, highly recommend it. There's a ton of gold in there, and I think this is a solid gold move. Personally, that I have no qualms about using it to build the business. Sure. Is that what do you think? I'm gonna try anything. I'll suck your dick. Whatever. We'll talk afterwards. <laughs> don't talk to me. Ha! I'm not getting in your van. I don't know. To me, I. I don't like it. Now the truth comes out I'm from the. Getting in your van. I get it. I don't like it. To me, it's like the same. I see. I see comics do this all the time. They, uh, they're gonna let you know where they're gonna be performing. And it's a and, mic. And I'm like, that you just listed seven fucking open mics. Yeah, I can't that's stand not that performing. Shit. Yeah, like you is, is it a show that has a? Are you being paid? Is there an admission fee? Like open mics are not performing, not performing. at yeah. all. I see it all the time. And to me, that's the exact same thing. It's bullshitting because you want people to think you're better than what you actually are or further along than you actually is are. Is that not the whole purpose of a resume at any job? I mean, I don't know. I've never, I, I've honestly have never made a resume in my life. So, uh, what? I've never. Wait, how the fuck have. I have skills and I can back them up. I have a particular set of skills. I, I can I can honestly say since I have a rubber blade. I was twenty years old, I have never spray never gone a day without getting like uh talking starting on an offer for a job. I've never had a Oh, I, that I believe. That I believe. Because you, you do. You do a very specific job. You make it you make light of it uh uh on uh in your stand up a lot. But it's like like anything else. It's a it's a particular set of skills right. that not everybody can have, and it takes time to develop them. Period. So I just I'm fucking Liam Neeson of <laughs> the sticker world. So no, I seriously, I've never filled out a resume in my life. Okay, I've, so so you don't even know what I'm talking about. But yes, the, that is exactly the, the purpose of a resume. The is last to bullshit few, your way up. The last few jobs I've had after the first couple days. They brought me an application and my tax stuff to fill out. Yeah, because well, that's because when you have a wanted skill. No, we were like that with like our I, I, just, I don't even fill out applications. When, when I used to run service centers, that's the way it is with the technicians. You don't. 
You don't. There's no applications. It's the minute you get your hands on them, you just you throw money at them and get their toolbox over here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. But for the rest of the world, we have to bullshit our way into a position. And I and I've hired. I've done a lot of hiring, and I read these resumes and the 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 polish that people put on their credentials are amazing, amazing. I had one gentleman. I was. Uh, I was interviewing. We may have talked about this on the radio show. I'm not sure. I think I was doing like a. I think I was doing like a job fair, and then so you're doing you're doing right, like a yeah. hundred interviews, yeah. you know, and just next, next, and you're so you're skimming. So it's like 15 interviews in, and I and I got this guy in here, and I'm like, he works on aircraft, but but every answer to every question, he sounded like he was like the fucking the detective that that figured out like who killed the black dahlia like like <laughs> this guy i was like i was like so uh uh so you you're like you're a mechanic on an airplane yeah that's right people's lives they risk every day you never know and i was like oh okay yeah yeah and then uh so i like this and, blah, blah, blah. and i said what's your availability in the winter and the winter is tough you gotta you gotta de-ice the plane I spill it up and people die. And it's just like I get it. Yeah, interesting. Um, you, you got any hobbies? Uh, uh, I kayak so I can save lives. So we do that. I'm like, okay, all right. It was literally every. So he was Batman. Oh God! Every. <laughs> it got to where I had fun with it. You know. <laughs> oh shit! I guess what you're telling me is I would have got more acting jobs if I hadn't put child molesting bear. As one of my credits, if that I would have definitely asked you about that. That's all I'm saying. I, I would have. I don't. I gotta be honest with you. That was my first paid gig. So was it? Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember how much it was? Uh, I was making a living at it. Fucking, really? Um, if you're talking about I, I, thirty I, years, years ago, say, what, I was, year was. Oh, it was thirty years ago. So least. it was okay. It was okay. It was thirty years. Ago. That's <laughs> oh, you mean I about was, canceling him? No, well, he's just oh, was, that was thirty years. I was ago. making about three fifty a week. Okay, which... Je- Jeff Epstein. Yeah, we see you over there. Uh, what are you talking about? I was I was thirteen. I, I was just done dodging eighteen vans. <laughs> no, it was a long time ago, but I was making about three fifty a week. Which that's a fucking not, is bad. not bad. That's not a bad gig. Not Dude, at that time. So you you know those uh there's a bunch of them now. That's I'm like that's a raise compared to what I'm. Mean. I was gonna say it's not that much in, under what I'm getting right say, now. Say, so. Russ, I get I get fucking paid in weed half the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of these groups now. Uh, these like I guess they're like vigil. I call them vigilante groups. But they, uh, they're like citizen groups that like sting up pedophiles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they like live stream the shit over like Facebook and stuff. And there was one I was watching, I think it was this morning, where like the dude like whips out the phone and like calls the guy out. And the dude like slaps the phone out of his hand and pulls a fucking gun. And the dude like takes off running, like the scene clears out, and he's like, Pulling a fucking gun? I'm like, yeah, dude. What the fuck do you expect? You just, like, ambushed this guy out of nowhere. He's expecting a 15-year-old child, and then a man pops out? Like, isn't that why people carry guns? Yeah. Like, you're not a fucking cop. What do you expect is going to happen to you yeah. when you try to set people up? Oh, and stalking criminals, no less. Right, yeah. Like oh, you're, oh. Like in particular, <laughs> you're, you're stalking a very particular right. type of person. Right. A fucking predator. Probably should have just stayed <laughs> at home, man. You know what it is? I think it's the superhero movies. I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely... I think the superhero movies. Well, because, like, like, even if you like, even if you have evidence that someone has committed a crime and you're doing that... Like, aren't you also guilty of some sort of crime, like harassment? You, you Entrapment, know I, mean? I would no, imagine. Well, that, well, that's the whole thing with like, uh, it is kind of weird. I I thought about, I was thinking about this with the uh, like when Chris Hansen had that show. Is the fact yeah, that like how that's not entrapment? Well, well because we not not only that, like there is not even the potential for a crime to happen. There's not even a potential victim because everyone here is of age. But because it's undercover and the guy right. is running on the assumption. But like it's a kind of imaginary crime, right? right? Because there's not even a potential victim there. Even though the I get there's like intent, but like it's just a weird legal 
like weird area. Are you saying that you have a problem with uh, uh, them busting? <laughs> now, first off, I like to associate that uh, Jason the Foon's views do not line with the rest of Light Me Up. I'm just, I'm just, oh, I'm just saying it's very weird to me that like there's this is if there's ever been a victimless crime it is literally when a cop is pretending to be the victim in well, order to in order to arrest you they do that with uh, prostitution, with prostitution too, all the time which is also completely a victimless crime when there's not even anyone who's willing to accept money to have sex that's true you know it's what i mean the offer that makes it though they got to get him to make the offer. I thought he has to exchange the money. Has to exchange. Well, okay. I I know with the uh, I know yeah, with they have to make the offer and exchange money. Well, I know with like the uh, like with the Chris Hansen show, um, they they had explained it even even just uh, attempting to make sexual any type of reference to someone you know as a minor online is instantly a crime that you think like regardless of if you're going to meet up or whatever like as soon as you start that initial sexual conversation like that's 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 the crime well there you go i forgot where the hell we were going i don't know resumes is where we start (laughs) on this so so uh what we're saying is don't put child molestation on your resume yeah if you were ever a bear that had a bear that had to listen man i see you didn't finish the third grade is in the third grade is when man becomes a man and goes off in the woods and builds a church and makes a canoe and kills his first bear and wears it around. And that's what happens in the third grade. What? <laughs> what the hell character is that, Dean? <laughs> that was my interview. I swear to Christ. That was a... Uh, it was the longest interview I did that day because I didn't want to let this guy go. There was a... Uh, you guys remember you that? You should have hired him. You remember the show 30 Rock? <laughs> Yeah. Liz Lemon was dating the Beeper King. Remember that guy? No. I don't remember. Him. He's the guy. Uh, he who's the Beeper? He's the uh, Chaos guy from State Farm commercials. Oh, okay, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. He was yeah. on that show, okay. and he, yeah. he 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 sold beepers. And he was on an episode of To Catch a Predator type show on that show, where like he walks in, the camera crew comes out, and he's like, "They're like, sir, you're here to meet a 14 year old." He's like, "Yeah, I don't know." I could tell through this text she's older. I bet she's 26. <laughs> and the decoy was like that age. Like He's like, I could tell through the text she was lying about her age. I knew she was older. So like he didn't see a problem with showing up because he knew that it was a decoy that was of legal age. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I dig it. Uh, I, uh, well, he was good in Oz. That's probably how he got into I never prison. saw Oz. Oh, what a great show. Well, he was really good in that, it too. It was good the first couple seasons. Let's, <laughs> okay. Let's not get I, I liked away. it a lot. I did, I thought it was good all the way through. Yeah. I really liked it. That's probably because of a man like you was the first time you were exposed to the world. <laughs> they were going to throw me in there in my bear costume. I wouldn't have lasted five minutes. Sir, what's your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich. <laughs> Dick meat. That's my favorite sandwich. Dick meat. Dick meat sandwich. That's how man eats. Oh my god! Thanks for joining us. Light me at five. Uh, You can reach the. You can reach the station at uh, fucking uh, hell. I forget now. It's uh, (laughs) lmfivepod pod at gmail. At the station. You mean the whatever the 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 stand? You want the podcast? You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll edit this and fix it. Sure, I will. <laughs> sure, I will. You can reach me at DeanJerningComedy uh, at Gmail. Or you can reach me at DeanJerningComedy.com. You can reach Jason by emailing me. <laughs> you can find him on Facebook, Jason LaFoon. You can find me on Facebook. Find Light Me at 5 on Facebook. Like us, rate us, tell us your friends, spread the I'm, word. I'm going to go on tour uh, coming up soon to every remaining Quiznos in America. So. Quiznos, Quiznos tour. <laughs> I, it might be four Why stops. Quiznos? I don't know how there's many. Gotta be, there's got to be like I, I like Larry's Giant Subs, Schlotsky's Deli. I'm going to be at oh, every Schlotsky's left in America. I am fucking down for a Schlotsky's Deli tour. Uh, we, uh, at some point, we, I, I don't know how many are left. Something about having that pickle. I love me. I'll go. I deli. love delis. That's, we, deli yeah. food is fantastic. Well, Schlotsky's is a deli in the loosest terms. It's a uh, Fast. It's a it, yeah. If McDonald's is a burger place, Schlotsky's is a deli. That's, okay, that's fair. Right. 
That's right. a fair assessment, right. I'd say. I don't know. The food's probably more Wendy's quality, a little more up I, there. Or what about the Arby's Reuben quality? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. have no. that one. Slotsky's is better than anything Arby's makes. Ooh, I don't know about that. I, okay. They make a brisket. Their market fresh their market fresh chicken salad sandwiches are pretty fucking what? good. What? That sounds disgusting. When it's got the cranberries and almonds and shit. Blah. The market fresh Reuben is good. <laughs> no, I don't fuck with that. I, but, I like corned beef, but I don't like cabbage. So You I can't. Like, you know what it is? No, I can't. McAllister's has a sandwich called the Rachel, which is a Reuben, but with turkey. Are they, are they, are they sponsoring us? Bleep out every fucking name we say that isn't paying no, us. No, because maybe that supposedly there's an algorithm that hears that. Oh, really? Yeah. So hopefully they'll hear that. And, BioSteel. And, yeah, BioSteel is another one. We Grab another BioSteel, Jason, while you're on your way out. Thanks for joining us, guys. Something's coming up next. Coming up next, it's a like me at five flashback. Dogs are welcome to listen. But don't be all bougie about it. Light Me at Five, a comedy podcast. Woo! You're getting good at that. Right? right. No, I never was a drummer. It's our time with the sage of Marshall County thing, Jernigan. It's too, I'm too busy doing sage-like things. Yeah, what, what does a sage do? What is, like, the job description of a, of a sage? Well, it depends. Like, messing with your kids is something I love to do. <laughs> yeah? Like, when I, was, when I was living in Mishawaka... Um, I had a small I had an apartment with me and the three kids, and um, they had a tendency just to burst into my bedroom. Yeah. And I had this delusion that, like, one day I would have um, some sort of life that, <laughs> that they shouldn't be bursting in on. So, uh, so like, I super resented them always just coming in the bedroom without yeah. knocking or anything. And, I, yeah. and no matter what you did, you couldn't train them to knock. Yeah. And uh, so I bought this lock, security lock, mm-hmm. that you literally drilled into the wall. Right. So the apartments love me for that. And then, like, the hasp goes over the door, and you put this plate in the door, and, you, you know, bought a lock. Sure, yeah. And, uh, like, to get my, my daughter was a uh, heavy offender of, of just bursting in. So, uh, you know, I used to say, like, you guys, there's not a inch of this apartment that you guys aren't, like, crawling all over. <laughs> like, just my one little sanctuary here is my room. Like, just don't come in. And they'd be like, they, I'd be telling it to them as they're laying on my bed. Eating Cheetos, rubbing yeah. it on the mattress. Yeah. There you go. And um, so I put this lock on. I'm like, Trinity, come here. So you hear, thump, 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 and she <laughs> runs right into the door. <laughs> I'm like on the other side, just snickering away. Like, <laughs> and she goes, ah, the door won't open. And I get to hear her like try to force it, and I'm like, <laughs> the lock shatters the door comes flying inward and busts me right in the face <laughs> that, <And> i'm like <laughs> that was god paying you back and i was like ow and she goes oh why was it locked and i was like what kind of a security lock can't keep a nine-year-old girl <laughs> i was so i like i thought about writing a very strongly worded letter to the company very strongly worded yes yeah I was that upset that I was going to be driven to write a letter. I mean, who does that? Nobody writes letters anymore. I was going to handwrite it. That would immediately put me on a watch list. <laughs> You're on every watch list in the world. Nobody handwrites a letter anymore. This would have gone straight to the Secret Service. They would have been like, oh, this man is clearly twisted. Who writes an entire letter? <laughs> Is that the voice they use in the, in the CIA like now? Who writes like an entire letter? Uh, nobody would write such a thing. <laughs> we need to put a man on him right now. <laughs> then we've got another report of him trying to sell secrets to the Russians. <laughs> got another substantiated report of him singing the Russian national anthem. <laughs> This man is a menace. I, I'm telling you, if I were you, I would, I would definitely keep my <laughs> eyes open for that. Uh, what is it? The, the, the big. What's that big GM black thing they always use? Oh, like a suburban or something. Yeah, suburban. Yeah. Look for that black suburban. 
It's a GM. It's okay. It'll break down. <laughs> oh, oh, zing! I got Chevy lovers and GM lovers right now are like, oh, the audacity! <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody right now over there, over their breakfast cheetahs. The audacity! Oh, just spit their coffee out. They're like, I want a GM that lasted for 14 years! That was actually the. Probably the guys in the uh, <laughs> in the van outside waiting for you. <laughs> One of these days, man, you're going to be walking down the street with your kids that you have brutalized over the years, <laughs> and some black van is going to pull up next to you. Some guys in hoods are going to get out. They're going to throw a hood over your head. They're going to throw it in the back and take off. It's going to happen. That's very possible. It's going to happen. That's very possible. The um, the um. Yeah, I just totally lost my train of thought. The it's because you're thinking about the suburban outside, <laughs> <laughs> the satellites with that are the, following with me, the guys with the, with the sunglasses in there. I once, I, I once had a customer who uh, told me that the mechanics weren't allowed to look in the back of his truck because he caught the satellite that was chasing him. And for a minute there, I like I had the thought of, well, what if he's right? <laughs> <laughs> He caught the, the satellite, satellite that was that was chasing him. him. Yeah, that was uh, I, am I like it was it was a funny like you know at the time I chuckle and then but that's how my mind works is like I chuckle about it and then I go, man, what if he did catch the satellite that's chasing him? Like you remember the guy with the rocket, the red rocket that was um, that was gonna go check out the flat Earth? Did you see that? Oh article? yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so this guy builds, for those of you who are not uh, up to date on the obscure internet stories that I follow, um, he builds this homemade rocket, yeah, I, and he's going to go prove the Earth is flat. Yeah, uh, He's going to launch himself into the stratosphere. I believe that's what it is, the stratosphere. It's not Somewhere quite the up there, yeah. And he's, gonna, he's got, like a, I'm assuming, a, a Hubble telescope-like lens <laughs> on, the, on the end of his old camera, and he's going to be like... And he's going to yeah. take pictures of yeah. Elvis riding unicorns along the edge <laughs> of the Earth there. And uh, and then he's going to come crashing back to Earth and somehow not die. So he, he delays his delays. He ends up launching the thing. And like, he survived. I like, guess this is like his third launch of uh, trying to prove it. And like we were making fun of this guy relentlessly. But I got to thinking, like, what if, like, what if he comes back with photos and we're all just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's got photos of the dragons and the yeah. river. Sticks at the right. end of the like universe. Like it's all true. Yeah. Like yeah. Tupac is yeah. sword fighting with, you know, <laughs> Jim Morrison's over there. <laughs> I'm like, it's all true. So, well, Tupac know. is alive, you know. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. There's no question about it. You know, I try to pass on wisdom to my children, though. And sometimes I got nuggets in there, Rusty. <laughs> I do. Like, 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 like chicken nuggets or. Well, like I like I, I I tell the boys they should go to trade schools instead of. Yeah, uh, it's not a bad idea. I got two that are going to do that. That I, yeah. th- there is a massive need in this country oh, yeah. for people to go to trade schools. And uh, who's the guy who used to do dirty jobs? What was it? Uh, oh, Rowe? I know who you're talking about. Uh, Mike Rowe. Was it Mike? Mike Rowe? Rowe? Yeah, I think so. He was Mike yeah. Rowe. Yeah. He's got the most wonderful voice. You know him oh, and yeah. him and uh, him and uh, yeah. Who's who's the, the the Freeman? Oh yeah, uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan yeah. Freeman. Him and Morgan Freeman have like the two best voiceover voices right. on the planet. And uh, Mike Rowe was saying one day it was in an interview. They were talking about colleges, and he says, "Look, he's like, I'm I'm not saying that there's no place for universities. I'm just saying, what's stupid to you going to school for four years, getting two hundred thousand dollars in debt, and not having a job at the end of it, or spending thirty thousand dollars going to a trade school and having a six figure a year job after a couple of years with no debt?" And he's like, "You tell right. me which one's the dumb person." And uh, that always resonated with me because I worked with a lot of these trade school guys. Right. But um, like like if you Half like the average age of an appliance repairman is something like fifty six, right? So, and there are, as we're speaking now, one hundred thousand appliance repair jobs that are like needed in this yeah. country, and it just seems like such a strange. But you can write your ticket 
Do you realize that? Like if you if you repaired appliances, and if anybody out there who's actually had to get their appliances repaired, you know exactly, exactly. what I'm talking about. Yep. It's like you're dealing with the Gestapo. Yep. They were like, we will come when we have time. <laughs> you will take us when we're there. So you will have it ready. You <laughs> will have it unplugged. You will do the things of we will leave. Yeah. You will be there when I stay busy. I will be there between nine and nine tomorrow. <laughs> and then you show, they show up, and then they got to order parts, right? And I don't know where yeah. they're getting these parts, but they're uh, they're apparently handmade in Nepal <laughs> and shipped on donkeys because for like weeks they'll be calling. Oh yeah, and and, and you know, and yeah. they'll be like, "It will get there when it gets there." <laughs> you will not rush us. You we will. have ways of making you pay. You know, <laughs> I I. I, the, the, the thing about it is is that I, I've got two. I've got one who's going to be a machinist. Uh, yeah. he, he's really into... I know this sounds crazy, but the way he got into it is he loves to watch metal be formed in the, like those CNC machines. Yeah. It fascinates him. And so he's, he's really into that. That's what he's going to do. Uh, i got another one. You know Elijah. He works yeah. with Mike Fisher out at uh, Machine Contract. Yeah. The only thing Elijah ever wanted to do was build houses. All they ever want to do is build stuff. So both of them are going that route. Yeah. Um, and and you're right. It, it it but even in my day, okay, and we're talking like back when we lived in caves and our only form of entertainment was to draw the things we killed right. that day on the side of the wall. Right. And everybody went to college because you were nobody if you didn't go to college. But even then, a lot of us would look around and say, you know, why why am I here? I don't belong here. This isn't the right app. There are people that should not go to college. I, there are people that should get involved in tra- classrooms and that kind of crap is not for everybody. And you should. Why waste your money? Yeah. Go do something that you're going to enjoy doing that is needed. Yeah. And do it. I, I, I I've always believed that. I was not successful <laughs> in college. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> just depend. You just don't have the right perspective on success. Right, that's true. You 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 were successful in in being asked not to come back to college. That is true. You were successful in committing a felony. So you know you, you multiple. <laughs> so, but those were never those proven those in a court su- of law, but, and those were thrown out. But sir. those are successes. So you know, don't don't be so rough on yourself. That is true. I am a winner. <laughs> but you you are 100% right. Go to trade school and do something cuz you need folks. I'm telling you those guys I'm telling you they write their oh, meal ticket. Well, my son comes home. Elijah comes home from work with his tool and, and I basically bow to him as he what the man with tools is here. Right. I'll bow to him, bow to You know, he's got stuff I don't even know what a hammer does, okay? He's got stuff that the fact that he can take those tools and use them, he's like a wizard to me. Yeah. I mean, and 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 he's he's my son, and I, I I look at him like that, like, how do you even do that? Yeah, it's a miracle. It's like a surgeon. Yeah, I yeah, I know. I did that deck repair a couple weeks ago with the boys, and like I was so proud of it. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm like that kid that built his first birdhouse at yes. school. I'm like, look at the new boards. Do you see the new boards? They're new boards. <laughs> them they're my boards <laughs> well i mean you used to work uh, with guys that would fix engines guys that fix motors they they fascinate me they'll open the thing up and they'll look at it. oh well here you do this here you do that, and they're, they're working I'm, I'm looking at it thinking what in the hell is he doing I, I, I have no idea what's going on in there and and i loathe working on my car oh yeah i mean i probably would prefer a dentist appointment <laughs> That's the point of loathing we're See, talking about. I just don't do it because I know it's going to get worse if I touch it. Actually, I I, I uh, did my tune-up on my really on my sweet uh, uh, black thunder of a van. I did a tune-up. I was pretty happy with that. Well, they wanted you- to charge me these highway crooks, these trade school Nazis that I'm talking about. Were like, you would pay thousands, and I'm like, well, the parts are like eighteen bucks, like. You just took a step up in my eyes, man. Yeah. You, you fixed your own car. You know what's risky about that, too, is that it's my only car. So I knew as soon as I pulled these things off, like I either was fixing it or I was walking. 
So that's a that's a I walked that line. I walked that rugged edge of oblivion, Rusty. I'm that guy. Rugged, like Daniel Boone. I'm like, you know, I am. I'm like uh, uh, Lewis and Clark going off into the wilderness. Don't know when you're getting back. Be savaged by a raccoon. By the way, I did the raccoon bit uh, at that Eyes Wide Shut party. Yeah. I was telling you about last yeah. week or yeah. Wednesday. Um, yeah. Roger let me down. Roger let you down. Yeah, and I'd rewritten it. I thought it was. I had Braveheart in there. I had Tony Soprano in there. I had I had World War One going across no man's land in there. Had a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Maybe that was a problem. Maybe there was too much going on. Maybe Raj is enough by himself. You think? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, just like you sent me the frog photos too the other day. The frog in the car. Oh, was that the my kid or the other one? There was no, a video. Was, I yeah, there was a video you sent me of some poor woman, woman being savaged by a frog, by a yellow frog. Yep, yellow frog. It definitely looked poisonous to me. The black soulless eyes as it looks out. Yeah, and she's funny because she's driving and she's like, "Please don't yell at me! Please don't yell at me! Please!" Don't. It yeah, oh, yeah, towards her, yeah. landed on the steering wheel, and she's like, "Oh God! Oh God! I'm pulling over!" And I'm, I just, I felt for that poor lady. This is when you see the attacker coming. You're in a parking lot at midnight by yourself, and you see Michael Myers walking towards you. And that was that was the situation she was in. That was that frog. Thought she handled it all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Surprised she didn't just set fire to the see, car and walk away. I I think the the frogs have stopped attacking me. They you just had the one incident. They'll be back. All right. They'll be back. I opened my mailbox out day and there were four in there. I'm like, what is this, an orgy? I'm I'm thinking maybe you have a a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking you may have a, a frog brothel yeah. uh happening in your I guess it was funny as it right used now. to be spiders. In your mailbox. Yeah, it used to be a bunch oh, of Oh well that's why the frogs are there, because yeah. they got rid of the spiders. Yeah, it's funny that the spiders did appear to have moved out. All their stuff's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the wildlife around your house is i know speaking of i gotta mow today oh not looking forward to it. the grass is like oh it i'm i'm over I've, i've hit that point of the year i'm over it yeah i am too but I yeah. was over it before it started. I enjoy mowing. I hate like it. for a good two three months. Yeah, then I get over it. Yeah, I hate mowing. Yeah, I hate mowing. Once well, you start walking out in the morning and it's kind of chilly, and football's going on. Yeah, you get. Yeah, it's over then. Yeah, I'm like I'm over it. Yeah. Like it's it's time for it's time to move into fall. It's time yeah. to start getting some chilly. It's time, time for to the grass stop growing. Carving pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that time. It's that weird time where you need a sweatshirt in the morning and like a G-string in the afternoon because it gets to be <laughs> 8 billion degrees. Yeah, I don't ever need a G-string. You never tried it, Rusty. I Some fine whiskey and a G-string. Yeah. yeah, is there anything wrong with that? A man in a G-string <laughs> with some fine whiskey and maybe another man in leather chaps sitting together enjoying the afternoon. Anything wrong with that? I don't think so. Oh. That doesn't make a vision for you? No. Okay. No. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.